Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. On with Mario Lopez. What's up, y'all? I'm Mario Lopez. Joining me now in the studio from the new movie Lucky Day, actor Crispin Glover. Welcome to the show, sir. How Thank are you? Thank you for having me. Very well. So I've now inspired you to get back into Taekwondo. Yeah, absolutely. Well, <laughs> I'd li- I, I do miss... I used to take... We, we were saying off off uh, the show, I used to take uh, uh, Taekwondo for many years. For many years? Yeah. Did, you, did you get to a certain belt? No, I, I would... I mean, I did, but not a, a high-ranking belt. I just... I would do it, in and out. I would do it for exercise, sure. and, and then I would go and work, and then, you know... Uh, I liked to do the sparring. I, I did some of the bell tests, but often the bell tests were when I had to go do something. So it was yeah. just more for exercise. Yeah. But I, I miss it. I, I did enjoy Good it. Good for you. Yeah. Right on. Well, let's talk Lucky Day. Looks like a crazy action movie. What's the premise there? Well, um, I uh, I play a uh, uh, an assassin that has um, an issue with somebody. So... It's a really good part. I don't know. I don't. It sounds like you haven't been able to see the film, but no, I have. Actually, yet. I'm going to see it on Friday, but okay. I know it because, of course, I acted in it. Right. So uh, Roger Avery <laughs> uh, wrote and wrote and directed it, and uh, he's he's a really good uh, writer director. So uh, he he co-wrote um, Pulp Fiction right. and uh, Reservoir Dogs, and uh, wow, directed a uh, number of yeah. really good films as well. Great so, caliber of work, right there. Y- yeah. At what point does one become an assassin as opposed to just a murderer? Right? Do you have to kill a well, certain I think, person I think, of influence well, I think, to become I think an assassin, the, no, or a certain I think, skill level? Uh, no, I think it's just pay. Yeah, yeah you murder, yeah. you do it for free. I think it's like you're assigned it, you get paid yeah. to do oh, right, it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, it is more yeah. about getting It's a paid. job. It's a so job. You, can be, <laughs> you can be a novice assassin. You don't have to necessarily have a high... You could have skilled... <laughs> you could have right? no experience. You Someone can, can no just hire you. You can have no because assassin just has like a cool title to it, right? And I was like, no, nah, you don't have to have any certain degree or well, weapon, master <laughs> any weaponry. But if you, but if you murdered somebody paid. and then somebody gave you money, then you would be an assassin. Therefore, you would be an assassin. Not that hard. Yeah, that's right. Good to know. What's the key to playing a good bad guy? Well, uh, it, it does depend on the, the script. You know, if, uh, if the script uh, doesn't have the depth, then it, it's very difficult to imbue it. 
Luckily, this one does. Mm. And uh, I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but I I have a very good feeling about it. Yeah, yeah. that's exciting. Yeah, yeah I'm seeing it, it on Friday. But you it, have it, a French accent in it, correct? Uh, yes, yes. Indeed. Was that difficult? Uh, I I had I had on the day that I found out about the character, I had one week to be in front of the cameras. <laughs> really? So, and I had never done that that particular dialect before. So, but luckily there are professionals that you can work with, uh, which we we had. So that was helpful. And it sounded a little like what if you were to give me answer this question. Um, oh, I, I, I am out of practice. You're out of practice. I don't, I don't want to. I Can don't you just at the end of myself. everything just go? Oh. <laughs> that, that's what I, I mean, I would, I would start everything. Eh, oh, oh, yeah. I did channel Pepe Le Pew. That's the first yeah, thing that yeah. Well, Pepe and and Mel Blanc, uh, you know, he um, he did do the uh, dialect properly. He he's doing a proper uh, French dialect. Whereas Peter Sellers, who I love, right. when he played Clouseau, is not doing the uh, dialect properly. Look at that. The yeah. animated character had it more on point. But, okay. I mean, I still, I, I love Peter Sellers as well as Mel right. Blanc. They're both fantastic. Of course. Yeah. Um, you're also part of the star show, American Gods. Uh, looking yeah. forward to checking out some Yeah, yeah. Congrats It'll on be that. a third season coming yeah. up. And uh, I've read the uh, the novel now. You know, it's based on yeah. Neil Gaiman's novel, which is really a, a beautiful uh a beautiful piece of work, a beautiful uh, novel. So I'm, I'm glad to be part of that project as well. And interestingly, Roger, who directed this, uh, he co-wrote Beowulf with Neil, Ga oh, Neil Gaiman, which I played uh, Grendel in. Yeah. And um, that was the first time I worked with Roger, and it was the first time I worked with Wheel Neil. And now I'm working with both of them right at the same time again. So That's cool when that works out. Yeah, and, it and, is. And you yourself are also a director, correct? Yes. In fact, I'll be completing... I continue to, I've been touring with my first film, which is called What Is It, for 14 years. Next year will be my 15th year anniversary of touring with it. But also, I'll be completing my third film, which is not part three of the trilogy, but it's a film that I uh, developed for myself and my father. My father's an actor, Bruce Glover. He was in films like Diamonds Are Forever and Chinatown. Oh, wow. Cool. And um, he and I never had acted together before this film. I've been working on this film since I finished my second film way back in 2007, which, which is called It Is Fine, Everything Is Fine. We premiered that in Sundance in 2007. So I've been developing this film and uh, building sets and shooting. Started, I started shooting it in 2013. Wow. So it's been a very long process, but I, I will be, it'll, it will be ready for next year. Labor of Love. And yes. when you say touring, is the, is the live show yes. pertaining to this film? Well, what I do is I have, uh, in the 80s and early 90s, I used to take old books from the 1800s and rework them and uh, put uh, illustrations in them. And I have two different live shows before the two different films that are each an hour long of the books which are projected behind me. And then I dramatically narrate the books. Each is an hour long show before the film. Oh, I wow. present the film then after I have a Q and a, and then I have a book signing. So it's a long show. It's, it's like, like a, a history four, lesson, a four hour. Yeah. Kind of That's really history cool, of actually. all the yeah. stuff I've been like doing since the eighties. Yeah. And then, I mean, my personal stuff, not the, not the, the corporate uh, work that I act in. And then, um, and in fact, I know I'm going, I'm going to have my next show, uh, I'll book, it will be in, I think in January in uh, uh, San Francisco at the Castro Theater. I'm just working out the, the details. That's a little bit different than when I'm just touring on my own show. It'll be part of something I think called the Sketch Fest. 
Okay. The Castor is a big... I've actually had my show at the Castor. It's a big 2,000-seat uh, venue, which is large for me. I usually play smaller uh, venues throughout the country, but that, that, that's going to be a good event. And then, like I say, I'm also going to have my own, my, my new film ready at some point next year as well. So there's lots, lots coming up. Lots going on yeah, and yeah. busy. Yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> in different aspects yes. too. Yeah, that's, that's right. Great. Yeah. Um, you know, they're rebooting so much uh, stuff these days. You think yeah. they'll ever uh, uh, touch back to the future? Well, I, I've read that they don't, the, you know, the writer producers of it don't want to have that happen. Uh, I don't, I don't think it will because of that. I believe they have control of it and they don't want that to happen. Although I think they're doing some musical, but you know, I, there was a lawsuit. Uh, I was not in the second film. They put prosthetics on another actor to make them up to look like me in order to fool audiences into believing that I was in the film. Right. So because of that, I, I would never, even if they did do it, I can't promote the illegal actions that the producers did. So I, I would never be involved in that franchise again. I respect uh, because that. of it. And it's not, it's not that I, you know, I had none of that happened. I would actually be happy about the first film. I mean, I can't even say I'm not happy about the first film. It's just what happened after was sure. yeah. question, more sure. than questionable. It was illegal. Well, that's the great one though. Yeah. Well, I'm, I am, I am glad I was a part of it. Yeah. 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 You still own property in the Czech Republic? Yeah. That's where I shot uh, the film with my, my, my father. I have uh, the ho horse stables of the the property uh 18,000 square feet uh the former horse stables are now uh, have sets that i i built initially for this production but oh, i can wow. reutilize them for later productions the chateau next to it can sleep 17 there are 17 bedrooms yeah so i can i can house uh the entire cast and crew uh in the chateau there's other buildings I own on the property, so I can I can have a crew and cast of twenty or more. In fact, and, and more, even more exciting aspect of it is that a number of years ago I co-founded a um, not-for-profit uh, thirty-five millimeter, sixteen millimeter film laboratory uh, that's also housed on the property. So uh, we will be able to do. I co-founded it with four Czech fellows. And um, we will be able to do every step of film processing from uh, development all the way to making 35 millimeter prints of the film. I mean, it's still in process yeah. of being done, but it is being done. And that's I, impressive. I'm, uh, and, and that's a big, yeah. the new film that I shot is uh, shot yeah. on a 35 millimeter negative. Huh. My first two films were shot on 16 millimeter negative. Uh, and I tour with 35 millimeter prints of the film. So I'm an advocate for for uh, a film and I'm not against digital digital's sure. fantastic you know, and I, I use digital intermediates <laughs> yeah. for for my own filmmaking as well but uh I I love uh being able to capture on film as yeah. well yeah this is a fun fact back in the day you were a guest at Madonna's wedding to Sean That's Penn. right yeah what do you remember about that day Oh it was that was enjoyable I met that's where I met Andy Warhol there Really Yeah I talked to him a little bit and then that's that's how I ended up playing Andy Warhol was because I, after I talked to him, I, I, I stood back and looked at him and saw how he like held himself and thought he would be an interesting character to play. So I like studied him for that purpose. And then the first time that, uh, in fact, I believe, uh, yeah, I'm the first actor that played Andy Warhol in a, in a corporate film. And, uh, and I, I pursued it. I had met uh, Oliver Stone for Platoon. I didn't read. I just had a nice, we had a nice meeting. I'm not in the film, but it was a good 
a congenial meeting. I, I liked him. And uh, so I had my, my, um, my uh, agent's contact. I'd heard there was an Andy Warhol role in the Doors movie. So I, they set up the meeting and I read for it and I, I got the part. But that specifically was because I met him at uh, Madonna. That's so cool. If, it was, yeah. If you had to sum up the conversation with Andy Warhol in one word, what would it be? Uh, I, I, I didn't talk to him too long, but uh, he, what was interesting was he had just seen Back to the Future. Okay. I was there with a girl <laughs> I, 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 was, I was seeing at the time. And she went up and talked to him first. And then she came up and said to me that, you know, he, he liked me and wanted to meet me. Yeah. So it was surprising. <laughs> so I, I went up to him. What, but what was really the most surprising thing, you know, I'd been in a, a few movies, not many, uh, but, you know, he was really genuinely, he came, in fact, he coined the term superstar yeah. uh, for his, uh, his movies that he made. Uh, and, uh, he genuinely was like that kind like a, you know, fan type. Yeah. yeah like yeah. that was yeah. his, like, he was excited to, Andy Warhol was excited to meet me. Yeah. That's you amazing. Know, was, like, we, that's amazing. Weird. He's a guy from Pittsburgh. Was, <laughs> yeah. He, you could really see it. Many pe people develop a kind of, you know, yeah, uh, sure. uh, 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 it becomes a norm, but it, it had not it was interesting that it had not become yeah. a norm. He was genuinely like excited. That's awesome. Yeah, it, that it was it interesting. Cool. Yeah. Who, who yeah. were you a guest of, Sean or Madonna's? Uh, well, uh, or did you I crash had, it? <laughs> no, no, I didn't crash it. They had strong security for that. But, <laughs> but I, uh, um, well, I had worked with Sean. I'd I'd known Sean Penn longer. I'd worked with him. Uh, we had played the same character. Uh, well, let's see. I worked with him in Racing with the Moon. I'd met him before that, though. I, I uh, so I knew him for 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 a while, and and um, he uh, and then I just worked with him on At Close Range. But I'd I'd oh, met I that movie. I'd met Walken, yeah, it was a good film, film. Yeah. yeah, and I'd met Madonna. Yeah, even great. before that, even no, I th I think it was that was right around the time when he started seeing her. So yeah. I think when he told me they were getting married i i believe we were still working on it at close range but i could be wrong about that but as i recall yeah. he said to me in person uh you know that they, they were having a wedding and he said madonna wanted me to come so that's how he put it <laughs> oh nice Whether that was how it that's the, the truth of it i don't know but it, but it was fun i'm glad i got to go to that i event. remember back in i think it was 1988 for some reason i remember and I worked in the film Colors with Sean Penn. Oh, yeah, yeah, and with Dennis, and Dennis Hopper. And Dennis yeah, Hopper. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sean great. Penn came and he had Madonna in the car waiting for him as he came and took a meeting. <laughs> we were rehearsing. Madonna was, was like, dang, there's Madonna. I wanted to go meet him. Yeah, I, 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 those I genuinely miss Dennis Hopper. I, yeah. I think about he him. He was awesome. He was, he was great. He's just the fact that he, you know, he, he was an actor and a filmmaker yeah. and genuinely into art. And, and he was a great, great yeah. fellow. I'm glad I got to work with him. Before I let you go, sir, I'm going to put you on the spot. Quick questions, quick answers. Okay? Yeah. One album you'd bring to a deserted island. A dessert? No, okay. <laughs> not to, a to an island. Oh, a dessert is also, also an island. Said, also, which you dessert would you bring? Which album and dessert would you bring to an island? I thought you said to a dessert line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which so album would you You know what? You're waiting in a dessert I'll tell you what, line. we're going to add that question <laughs> moving forward. But uh, I would bring uh, uh, Beethoven's... Uh, uh, Rudolf Serkin's uh, piano uh, uh, 
versions of uh, playing the <laughs> mixing messing this up, but Rudolf Sarkin's uh, uh, renditions of uh, Beethoven's piano concertos. Got it. Yeah, A along with an apple pie. Uh, that's <laughs> with your dessert. Although, yes. <laughs> although it'd have to have no uh, sugar flour. Avoid sugar and flour in the apple. Okay, pie. got okay. it. Movie you've seen the most? Oh wow. Um, boy, that's I don't know. I I I'll say this though. There are multiple directors I've seen many times. Maybe Freaks by by Todd Browning, but. Um, I've seen a lot of films multiple times that were by uh, Rainer Werner Fassbender, a lot of films multiple times by Werner Herzog. When I was 16, I went and saw Racerhead over and over again at the New Art Theater. Hmm. <clears throat> that might be the film I've seen the most projected in okay. the movie theater. That'll count. That'll I've count. seen a lot of films by Fellini multiple times, by Stanley Kubrick multiple times. It's hard to know <laughs> which one. cinema. I like it. Yeah. Celebrity crush growing up. Um... I remember the very first film where I thought I, I thinking of, of of a woman being attractive when I was really young. I think it was uh, Barbara Streisand in uh, like one of those comedies she did in the early seventies. That was I Funny wouldn't girl. really call right. it a crush, Funny. but it was like I thought, yeah. oh, that's an attractive it's a Babs. Yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah, Babs got it yeah, like, hey, from nineteen like from nineteen seventy. Sure. Okay. I wouldn't call it a crush, but I just remember that specific. You recognize thing. the talent. There was an attraction. Oh, it was. Oh, I thought I liked her face. I liked her profile yeah. in her okay. eyes. I thought she was pretty. Time travel destination. But then also later, <laughs> later, I think then now Karen, the crushes are coming. Karen, Karen Black. I remember yeah. looking at thinking that was later. I but I, I I wouldn't use the word crush, but I I did find her attractive, attractive and interesting. Sure. That was later on. Yeah, I like Karen Black. Okay. Yeah, time yeah. travel destination. I would, I would, uh, what I would be really interested to see would be the first, um, cause this is a mystery, the first, um, hominid that was able to have what we would recognize as proper syntax, syntax, mm. uh, conversation. That would be amazing to see. Cause we don't know. We don't know if it was us, homo sapien or... Right. If it was um, Homo erectus, or if it was even Australopithecine, to to talk to, be able to communicate with, especially if it was a previous hominid to our species, right. that would be amazing. That is the deepest answer we've ever yeah. got. I love I it. I love it. That answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that note, Lucky Day is out now in yes. theaters and on demand. You can yeah, follow. Yeah, I, I really want people to see. I'm I'm going to see it on Friday. It'll be at the Lemley. In fact, if people are here in L.A., I, I, I'm going to be there seeing it for the first time but i have a very good feeling about it i you have a good time see it with crispin glover ladies and gentlemen we'll put all the info up at onwithmario.com but again in theaters and on demand lucky day you can follow him on instagram at crispin helene glover thanks for stopping by sir. thank you very much i appreciate it you got it yeah. on with mario lopez with the new dexcom g7 you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks it sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. 
Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.